You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, here we go, Shime Time. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Weeks and weeks and weeks ago, we started this podcast. Chris Scheim said the Avalanche is the best team in the NHL. Um, he said he wanted to bet on the Avalanche. And uh, last night, congratulations, Chris Scheim. Got it done, my friend. In the Stanley Cup Finals, the Prince of Puck strikes again. Thank you. much. Yeah, not only did Woo! we hit on abs minus one and a half, we also hit on the under that we had given uh, on Saturday. And it was it was a great night. Great night to be a fan of the Colorado Avalanche because they were they're, they're awesome. Kale McCarr won the Conn Smythe, which he was the heavy favorite yep. uh, the entire time entering the series. And uh, the Avalanche are just, they were the better team, man. That team is loaded top to bottom. Uh, and and like Gabriel Landiscog said, after they won the Stanley Cup, you want to compete? Well, find yourself a Kale McCarr because it ain't easy to do. Yeah, very, very impressive. Uh, Lightning uh, obviously started the series slow, played better as the thing went on, but by then the, the hole was dug. Like They were not coming out of it. They scored first last night. It still did not matter. Yep. Still did not matter. one nothing lead. You did not flinch. You said, nope, I got my under. I'm good. No hedging. Let's let this thing play out. Yeah, I, I mean, and, I, and I, I, I've had confidence in myself, unlike that Tampa Bay Rangers series, right? Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was questioning everything, and you backed me up, and you said, no, I trust your analysis. I trust what you saw before this series started. And to your credit, you were right. And I was right before the series had started. And so, you know what? I wasn't going to make that mistake again. I knew what my eyes had told me. I, I had done the research. I had done I had done the preparation. I knew the Avalanche were the better team. And so I rode with my guys. Uh, it's a huge victory. Series victory minus the one and a half. Uh, something you stood on forever plus the under. So all in all, a very good Sunday night. Do you want to go back and do you want to you can take some of the winnings and bet on the Avalanche to repeat at four to one? I'm looking at my current uh, NHL championship odds. For next year. Now, there's a uh, lot of free agents there. Nazem Kadri is a free agent. Uh, I think Valerian Nichushkin is also a, a free agent for them. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait it out and kind of see what happens in the offseason and then uh, make my bet again. But if there's any way I can bet for the Lightning to not be in the Stanley Cup next year, I will do that. And that would be pretty amazing, right? Four would be, would be, no, be four, yeah, four in a row, right? Four straight Stanley Cup appearances, yeah. Wow, two and one in the first three. Uh, Lightning are nine to one. Maple Leafs eight to one. And your Boston Bruins, you haven't looked at this yet. What do you think their odds are right now to win the Cup next year? Uh, I would say 14 to one. 22 to one. Wow. Okay. Yeah, they have a lot of questions. I would not touch that with. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't either. I need to, like I said, I need to see what this offseason looks like. I mean. Yeah, what did Razor say today? You guys had him on the morning show. He so he about seems to have literally no indication on who they're leaning towards when it comes to coach. Um, which what is. What they do? Or they just said, yeah, we're anyone but Cassidy. Or they had somebody <laughs> in mind and it's not. No, I think out. it was just anybody but Cassidy. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, so he has no inclination there. But he thinks, and he's, to his credit, he stood by this the entire time that the Bruins are still a talented team. Uh, and that they can compete in the playoffs next year as currently constituted with making just minor minor additions in the offseason. You know, if you find a guy like uh, Valeri Nichuskin who isn't a really sought-after guy, but he has a great year. I mean, to Nichuskin's credit, he had more than double his career playoff goals this in this season in this season's playoffs alone, which is like 21 games for him. Wow. Uh, and in his previous 90 he had only had like half of the goals he had this year. So, um, 
he had a very, very good year for the Avalanche. And so, to Ray's point, you got to find those guys. And the Bruins haven't done a great job. They hoped that a guy like Charlie Coyle would do that. He didn't. Uh, you know, Eric Hollow was good. He's not that. Um, and so, they need to do a better job of finding those guys in free agency. Something that Bill Belichick, to his credit, has excelled in over the years, yeah. right? You find the guys that are going to fill in the holes and do it at an above-average level. And the Bruins have not found those guys uh, in recent seasons, and that's kind of why they've struggled. Well, here's the deal. The Prince of Pucks, uh, I'm sure, won over a lot of fans here during this playoff run. Yep. And so when you start to look at it next year, when you start looking at futures odds, when things start, we need to know on this podcast. Do not keep that stuff to yourself. Oh, okay? no, you absolutely. Anytime I have an inclination uh, or, or a, a conviction on anything, I will be happy to share it on this podcast right here. Um. Congratulations, Prince of Pucks. Thank you. I, mean, I, gr- I, I, I haven't, Again, I haven't done the numbers. I'm sure you will at some point. Very profitable NHL betting season for you. Uh, ex- Very profitable. Exceptional, exceptional yeah. playoff season. It was it was quite the run. Uh, you made a great run. Uh, we congratulate you. Hashtag Prince of Pucks. Uh, he rides again, helping people uh, win money and win money and win money. Meanwhile, uh, we helped somebody win money in the College World Series, Sean, because we said do not hedge that bet on Old Miss. And Old Miss won convincingly. That's a $3,000 winner for one of our listeners. Yeah, one congratulations to Dan the Mozzarella Man. $3,600 winner right Woo! there. Uh, that is that is a cash no and a half. No hedge. Let's You're go. Right. You were absolutely right. As soon as Ole Miss won, what was it, 10-3 to 3 game one, it's yep. like, oh, yeah, you didn't need to hedge this at all. They're going to lock it up. And what do you know? Game two, they come out. They win 4-2. to two, It's over. Congratulations to him. So College World Series over. NHL over. Uh, PGA, nothing good for me. Hope you had... Some sort of cash time because I my my card was an offer uh, on was, the PGA this week. I I I missed. I yeah, missed. Swing swinging a miss. I mean, Xander Shoffley wins is one of the favorites. Win, he's I'm going to lose. Uh, we had a bunch of uh, live DraftKings stuff going into yesterday. McElroy but it all fell, fell apart. apart and that torn me. McElroy fell me apart. Shreds. Big Hank fell apart in the final day. Oh, Conrad I did have Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon had a great day. He won nice. me a, li- a very small amount of money to to somewhat ease the pain, but not much. Yeah, he was what plus one thirty five for a top ten finish. Uh, I think there? so. Yes. There you go. That worked out for you. Yeah. Uh, nothing else did, and then it's a, it's a slow period now. So you have the John Deere Classic, which is in one of the worst fields. Uh, of the summer on the PGA Tour. Then they go to the Scottish Open, and then they go to the British Open. So the, the, three weeks from now will be good. Scottish Open, actually, a lot of the ma- a lot of the winners, and I'll get the historical numbers on this before the, the week is out, but there's a great trend shine when the winner of the British Open plays in the Scottish Open. So there'll be a lot of the PGA guys that go over and play the Scottish Open. There's a Live Tour event coming up. Uh, I mean, this week in Portland, actually. Uh, so we got, but we got two or three weeks before we get uh, the British Open. But I should mention he didn't finish well. But Hannibal's guy Conrad made the made the cut and then played well on Saturday. Yeah. just kind of fell apart on Sunday. Yeah, I think he I think he peaked at what seven under or something like that. I think he was four over on day four. But I mean, up to that point, he had played very very well. Played really well. He's top twenty for a while. Really mm-hmm. really ended up playing well. Uh, Hank fell apart there at the end as well. So hopefully 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 uh, we are locked in for the British Open coming up. I believe in three weeks. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's John Deere, Scottish Open, British Open, which I, I can hear you typing. Yes, the British right Open starts that. the uh, Thursday, July 14th. This is going to be brutal, Mutt. Uh, my brother is getting oh. married on that weekend. He is getting married on uh, the final day of the Open. So, getting married on a Sunday? Yes. Wow. Where's he getting married? Uh, Connecticut. Is so some. Bet- uh, is it like Stonehurst or something like that? Stone I, something? I don't know. I don't know, but you can bet legally there, brother. Yes, that's a good That's a good part. I will be down there all weekend. I will be legally gambling all weekend. That sounds awesome. That sounds tremendous. Uh, and so we turn our attention to our, our 
lone remaining live sporting event to talk about on a daily basis. That is the Boston Red Sox, who are red hot. They swept in Cleveland this weekend against the Guardians. There's a huge test for them, playing a bunch of good in teams. It's a good, it's a good start. A very good start. Now, there are still 30 more of these games against yes. really good teams starting tonight against Toronto. Seven of which are going to come up against the Yankees as well. But two things stood out this weekend. You'll hear this in the pregame show tonight. One, Jaron Duran has emerged a legit leadoff threat. Kike awesome. had been terrible. Uh, Rob Refsnyder had been bad. They don't have a leadoff hitter. Apparently they do, although he can't go play in Toronto, which is not great, so he will not be part of the lineup the next three nights. But he was great, electric uh, across the board this weekend. And then Alex Cora in these tight games did a great job with the bullpen. Wasn't as necessary yesterday with the 8-2 uh, to two win, but thir- Friday and Saturday, maneuvering through a bullpen that's still not great, that they're still trying to figure out exact roles behind Tanner Houck, and they're going to go to Toronto with no Tanner Houck here this weekend. I thought Cora was excellent. But I I thought good sign shine to play the best team you played since the Cardinals last month, and he took all three there in Cleveland. Yeah, I think that was an awesome series for the Red Sox. They got a lot of uh, good starts from their starting pitching, which I think has helped them a ton lately. Their oh, starting pitching huge. has been huge. fantastic, whether it's Waka, Pavetta. I mean, Rich Hill had a great night. Uh, even Winkowski has, has pitched pretty well. Um, so that has been, I think, the biggest bonus for the Red Sox. And, and you mentioned Jaron Duran, and with Kike Hernandez being an unrestricted restricted free agent next year, having Duran hitting so well uh, at the top of your lineup is really kind of like insurance because it's at that point it's you don't need, feel the need to pay Kike and that money can kind of go elsewhere to uh, assist in bolstering the roster in other places. Yeah, interesting, interesting weekend for Duran. Uh, I, I think that they thought he was just going to be some sort of trade fodder. Uh, this is a really kind of emerging for him as a leadoff hitter, is a big development for this team. Again, he's not there. No Tanner Houck, thanks to the COVID rules in Canada, but it's the Red Sox and Blue Jays, and they get a very good pitcher out of the gate in Kevin Gossman. Uh, Connor Seabold is going to start for them. There was some debate. At least he listed as a starter now. Uh, I know it was talking about maybe going with a ball, uh, somebody for the first inning that Connor is the, the bulk guy, but they're listing it as Connor Seabold and Kevin Gossman. Red Sox are minus, 25, minus 125 on the run line, plus one and a half. We have an over-under of nine, but it's been juiced up to the over at minus 120. The under is evens. Uh, and plus 155, Red Sox on the money line with Connor Seabold against Kevin Gosmanshine. I got a prop idea for tonight. Any lean on Red Sox and Blue Jays, we start to really sink our teeth into baseball here this summer. Yeah, I got to be honest. I don't trust Connor Seabold here. I'm not I, I'm not convinced that uh, coming out against the Blue Jays lineup is going to be the best uh, thing for him. And so tonight I'm going to be betting uh, Toronto's team total in the first five innings of over two and a half. It's just a little bit up to minus 125, but I just think I have a feeling the Blue Jays might mash him a little bit um, so I'm also kind of I'm leaning towards the over in this game because yeah. I think the Red Sox also I mean just hitting have been fantastic as of late. Well, they um, are taking Duran out of the lineup for the next three nights. Yeah, which is brutal. So that's he's why he's been a big star- why, game starter for them. Yeah, that's why I've been hesitant with the over uh, there, and it's more so a lean. But my lock, uh, the 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 pick that I am submitting, I'm I'm putting in, I'm betting it tonight is the Blue Jays team total in the first five innings of over two and a half. I don't hate it. I, I mean, I would lean over too. Uh, because Gosman is – well, there's some Gosman stats that, that lead me to think that, you know, he might not be great tonight. So at home, he's 2-3 and three on the year, uh, ERA almost 5, with a batting wow. average against there in Toronto at 324. So he's, he's, been his, by, by, he's been much better. He's got an ERA of 2 on the road. It's almost 5 at home. Uh, one guy has really hit him well in his career. As a team, the Red Sox don't hit him. They hit him 195 as a team. Xander is raked against him going back to his Baltimore days. 16 for 46, a 348 batting average sign with two doubles and a home run. 
Gosman against right-handers this year. He's given up a 303 batting average against and 12 doubles. Uh, you can get Xander Bogarts right now at over one and a half total bases at plus 130 or plus 135. Yeah, that's, that's my really play tonight. Nice. That's like the that. play for me. Uh, the one gap shot gets us home. These total base bets have been excellent as of late. We had Trevor Story heading into the weekend with a nice uh, cash out there. So uh, Xander, because of the matchup, because Gosman's not been against righties, and because Gosman's not been good at home, give me over one and a half total bases at plus money for Xander Bogarts. That's nice. my play tonight. Love it. That's the play. Uh, anything else, Chris Scheim? Any golf uh, reports from the weekend? Uh, yeah, I, I played yesterday uh, at DW Field in Brockton. Played with my dad, my brother, and uh, my buddy Corey. How'd you uh, get it? it? Was a hot, hot day it was, for golf. I, I got to tell you, my, I played like absolute donkey doo doo on the first nine. <laughs> okay. I was just, I it was, I was, I wasn't playing golf. I was playing get a six every every hole. Whether it was a par five or a par three, it didn't seem to matter. I was just, I was getting sixes across the board, which was okay. brutal to start. So back somewhere nine, around a fi- fifty back, something there on the front nine. Okay, back gotcha. nine. However, I finished. Uh, with a birdie and four of uh, the final five holes, I part out. So come on, I I played really really well on the back. Um, it's I I felt like the back was also a little easier, but regardless, I, I was I was locked in. My irons were struggling to start. I don't know what what I was doing, but I fixed something uh, at the turn, and I was locked in from the fairway. Uh, in the in the second half, which was nice. So well, I gotta tell you, I hate I don't want to come across mean, but I, based on your body type, I'm surprised you played better on the back nine. Yeah, normally the front nine I don't. Yesterday so it was normally, 10, it was 95 degrees all afternoon yesterday. Normally, my my the prime of my game when I play 18, I generally I I start slow. I'm generally bad off the first two tees. Um, but then once I get in a rhythm, I, I have to find a rhythm with my driver. Once I feel the tempo, uh, I'm pretty good off the tee, which allows me to. Do what I do best, which is my iron shots. Um, and so you're then, an irons player. That's yes, your game. My game is irons. Uh, multiple times yesterday, and I think this is what happened. I, I, my driver just was not working on the front nine at all, so I just switched to five iron off the tee multiple wow. times because DW is not a long course. Like a lot of the par fours are somewhere you know in, anywhere from three ten to three sixty, and so I can get five iron two hundred and put myself in wow. a in a nice six seven range, and I, I'm good. So. Um, so I was playing a lot of five iron off the tee yesterday, and I think that helped on the back, which was nice. We we had uh, was there witness for uh, Carter's first win in the uh, PGA Junior League last night. Oh heck watch yeah! It. He played well, so we celebrated with uh, some Popeyes chicken after the round. Not, ooh, have not, have great not had had in a couple of years because during the pandemic the line was out the door at Drumhill, and we so on the way home we said let's just swing by. Boom, love Popeyes spicy chicken sandwich. Mm. And it was a way to celebrate. That's how well you finish done. a Sunday. Those Cajun fries are tremendous. Cajun fries were delicious uh, as well. But looking forward to getting out there. The week looks week looks excellent. And I got a nice schedule to pick, sneak in maybe some nine over at Chelmsford Country Club. Ooh, uh, let week. me let me know because I you know I I can I dabble when I, I'm not working. I think you and I work a similar shift on uh, Thursday, so might be able to uh, sneak out afterwards. Yes, I believe I believe we might. All right, uh, check out the uh, podcast, folks. You're listening to it now. Of course, you're checking it out. God, I'm stupid. Uh, we need you to subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the podcast. iTunes, Odyssey app, uh, and on Spotify. There'll be a lot of baseball g- coming forward, but we will also mix in uh, different stuff during the week. Uh, I will have an update on we are five weeks away, Shime, from the July 31st deadline to get a sports betting bill to the governor to get signed here in this state. Um, and I don't have the exact details on it, but I, I will tell you for sure it is a slow process right now. Very much so. And I'll, and I'll have some of the details how slow it's been tomorrow. Just one, one. it's a, it's a, I don't want to do it today. I, we've, we've gone long enough for yep. today, but it'll, we will um, 
have some details tomorrow that's not great. Yeah. Not and, great. But the last but, thing I'd like to say as well, sure. uh, if you're like Dan the Mozzarella Man, you have any questions uh, about what you're gambling or anything like that, you yeah. got a futures question, you want just me and Mutt's opinion on something so you have uh, a more varied scope on your information, please feel free to tweet at us, DM me. I see them all. I read them all. Um, whether it's on the at Boston BetQL Twitter account or you can uh, send it right to at Shime Time as well. Uh, and we'll talk about them on the podcast because with only having really baseball and the occasional golf to bet here going forward for a bit, we're going to want to hit on some futures. We're going to hit want to hit on some of that other oh, yeah. stuff. So if you want NHL future or NFL futures or NHL or NBA futures or anything like that, send them our way. Any questions whatsoever, we'll talk about them. And you'll hear it tonight uh, on Monday night. This is Monday, June 27th, beginning tonight. And for the next, uh, I, I won't say exactly how long. It's a, it's a long stretch here. Uh, Mohegan Sun and FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sponsor, presenting sponsor of the Mud at Night program. Hell yeah. Time, starting tonight. So we'll explain all that uh, tonight at about 6. We have like a three-minute show. Thanks to the Red Sox <laughs> baseball. But uh, I'm thrilled to work with uh, Brad and Zach and the entire crew uh, at Mohegan Sun. And that sponsorship, that partnership launches tonight. And hopefully it allows us to do some cool stuff. Uh, leading into football season, Shine, which I'm going to get you involved in as well because you're a degenerate. Thank you. You like to gamble as well. I I cannot wait, Mud. I am so excited uh, for everything we got going on this summer. It's going to be fun. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Let's go Red Sox. We go Bogarts and some Toronto Blue Jays runs early, Shine. We'll talk uh, bright and early tomorrow, buddy. Thank you. Can't wait, Mud. See you then.